Welcome to Cinema 7. It's finally time for a gaming edition episode. I am Mario Bakari, and with me is Josh Haddix. What up? And joining us today, as I've been hyping, Scott Die Diasta. Hyped it up way too much. Setting that bar. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun, guys. Um, there's gonna be a lot of console game talk. I feel like, but you know, we save some PC for the end just for Scott. Master race, uh, PC master race, I mean, right? It, to some degree, to some degree. I don't. I try not to be one of those guys. You might have to talk a little louder, Scott. I will try Jeez, to talk just louder. Just like Westworld episode. It's <laughs> just for you, just for you, because you're my favorite, especially over Josh. So we're not going to talk about any movie news. We're not going. I mean, we could talk about gaming news if we know any. Do we want to talk about gaming news? Do I have one F word, or can I say whatever I want in this episode? Uh, you have. Can I have two Give him three. Two. Yeah, you can have two. When the fuck is Cuphead coming out? <laughs> I've waited a year and a half for this damn game. When did they? When did they? 2015? Like late they... 15. They released that first trailer I showed you, and yeah. they're like 2016, and they're like, no, 2017. It's not gonna come out. I'm pretty pissed. That's like one game I'm really excited for. Scott, did you uh, see any trailer? Do you, you know what he's talking about? No. Describe Cuphead. It's um. Think like old 1940s, 50s cartoons. Okay. Everything is hand drawn. That's the game, and it's a it's like a, a boss battle game, where it's co op, and you, you you use your fingers for guns, and it's all old school sounds and all that. It's amazing. It's on Xbox One and uh, Microsoft. This actually sounds amazing. It, it is a it. beautiful game. Yeah, it's I like should... a side scroll. Did you say that? It's like a side scroller. It's a side scroller. No. Okay. But it's a side scroller. I appreciate anything that has a lot of hand drawn elements to it. Yeah. It I looks like very, it more computer very out. unique the way they're doing it, and that's yeah. why, like, apparently they're still doing packs, like packs and conventions, and all that for demos. Me are demoing, yeah. and everyone's like, "That's cool," but can you make it just a damn game already? We waited a year and a half. It does look Cuphead does look cool. If you have free time, you should look up the trailer. It's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about games today. We're going to talk about all the top games in 2016. We're going to talk about some of our favorite games. We're going to talk about... We have some cool things we're going to discuss, like... Um, why the fuck Overwatch won Game of the Year? <laughs> yeah, Overwatch won yeah. Game of the Year. We're, we're going to talk about... Just for Scott, we're going to talk about Battleborn versus Overwatch okay, and make it how just that happened okay. when they both came out. And <laughs> we're going to see Scott... We're going to see some passion from Scott. I I don't think so. I'm gonna keep that keep that held in. No, I think I think we're gonna get some passion out of you. We'll see. Josh might tempt you to get some passion out of you. We'll see how that goes. What's your favorite uh, YouTube channel? <laughs> Hope they delete it. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about some of the games that come out in 2016 that we uh, that we liked so far. Some ones that we or ones that we thought were important. All right, straight up, uh, let it die. The like one of my top games of the year and it's free 
yeah. they don't heavily rely on microtransactions. That's just phenomenal. And it's by Suda51, who made Lollipop Chainsaw, Shadows of the Dam, Killer is Dead. That just came out last month in November? Let It Die was, yeah, late last month, pretty much November. Well, I guess two months now, technically. But yeah, it's just phenomenal. Mark Hamill's in it. He does the voice. And uh, yeah, Scott, can you please stop moving your feet? Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> More like that's you, Josh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever, we agree to disagree. But, yeah, um, chill out on that. <laughs> chill out. But um, I've, I, uh, I know, Mario, you didn't play it yet, did you? Not yet. I downloaded it, though. And then, Scott, you just... Didn't. I just had to uninstall it because I only have 500 gigs of space. It's only 20 gigs. I know. Titanfall is like 70 or 80. I already really? hate Titanfall then. Yeah. Why is Titanfall so much? How long is it, the campaign? The can- I mean, I have it in disc form. Yeah. It's still like 70 gigs to download. We'll talk about that once we get towards... Uh, <laughs> yeah, once we get to the, the FPS, and stuff. FPS and stuff. FPS and stuff. Things that were big and why. Um... <laughs> What's considered? I guess we could talk about some action adventure games like yeah. uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out in the beginning of the year. That happened. Did anyone play that? I've seen people play it. I, I haven't played it, so I've I can't played really. I haven't seen anything on it. See, the first game looked more like actiony. Yeah. Than when they brought it back and rebooted it, it looked way more actiony. This one, it seems like they brought back more of that puzzle element. Yeah, I've I've played a little bit of it personally. So I like, yeah. played like the first like. I want to say like maybe the first fourth of it or something along those mm-hmm. lines. So it's like PlayStation One Tomb Raider, pretty much. Uh, almost, but they mixed a lot of it with the last one. Yeah. So it's like it still has the action scenes, but also has like a lot of puzzle scenes. It kind of evens yeah, it out yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you got to do something to get up here, and then you got to do something to get to the other spot, and you got to be like, okay, well, I'm here now. I got to do something to unlock the door. Mm-hmm. It's it's something like that. Okay. Yeah. If that sounds. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I just. Sounded retarded or not? But no, 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 no. I shouldn't I... say retarded, but stupid. <laughs> Take a moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> Breathe. But okay. yeah, Final Fantasy also came out um, in November, I believe. Right. Correct, Amundo. Um, I would say that's kind of like an action adventure style game RPG. Is that JRPG? Is that what they're called? I've never heard of that term before. Really? Yeah, JRPG. Japanese RPG. Oh, yeah. I just consider them all RPGs. Why does it have a J? I guess why I got a single Japan. Let's talk about Kyber crystals real quick. No, let's not. Let's not before I. Let's talk about Kyber crystals, okay? I don't want Scott to trigger me. Like the Death Star? See, I think we're the official uh, podcast of Star Wars. I think we are, and we're sure about that. We, <laughs> we're sure about that. Sponsors. But, but um, there's me saying, but um, Battlefield okay, One say, but. came out. Now, um, I know. Uh, well, let's get. Let's wait to get Battlefield One. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna do a whole bunch yeah. of shooters. Is there any like time. other action adventure? Uh, Ratchet and Clank came out with a new game this <gasps> yes, year. Yes, it did. That's on my list. I didn't have a chance. To I that. love that. I platinumed you played it. Played it? I platinumed it. You I haven't. Oh really? Yeah. It's actually easy to platinum, but like, um, when you finish the game, it lets you go back on different modes and just carry your character progress over with the weapons too. That's great. So like, they brought back the Rhino weapon, which I loved in the first Ratchet and Clank, yeah. and they made it. They're like, how can we make this more badass? They made it more badass. They're like, let's add twenty more rockets coming out of it. They did, and it's beautiful. You can do that. Uh, um, you can do that on Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the first one when that came out. You could uh, all your progress saves, and you can re go back through it with like your um, characters that you leveled up and stuff. That was pretty cool. You can uh, you can that's fly you ships in this now players, too. Right? What? That's when you could have four players. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you fly ships in this one. 
too. Like, there's space battles you can uh, do. In Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. You go to, like, a town, and, like, they're getting attacked, and it's like, get the ship, and you fly around the city, and you gotta destroy everything. Wow. I thought it was, it's a really cool game. Uh, Most, like, 85% of the uh, levels you play yeah. are, like, straight out of the first game, which okay. everyone kind of hated, and I loved. I thought it was kind of like a flashback thing, so I knew where everything was, and I got everything faster. But uh, this, I loved it a lot. I thought I would hate it. Um, If you've seen the movie that came out this year, too... Don't watch it. It's literally the exact cutscenes from the game. Just buy the game. Just, really? Yeah, just buy the game. Twenty. Would they just piece it together better? Yeah. That's so just, interesting. Yeah, buy the game. It's way better. It's amazing though. I loved it a lot. Do we know? Um, have you played any action adventure games on the PC? Nothing that's also not on console. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't okay. play anything exclusive. Um, I guess we can just jump into our next topic then. Um, we can talk Destiny versus Division. Have you yes. played Destiny at all, Scott? No, but I hear a lot of people talk about it at work, so... Yeah, I, there's a lot of... I don't know if you've heard mixed reactions about it at work. I, yes. It seems like a lot of people at work seem te- uh, tend to like it. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because when Division was coming out, they are like, oh, this is going to be the Destiny killer, or even though Destiny was somewhat dead already before DLC came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I played equal time in both. Like Destiny, I played more in because I didn't get back into Division. Like I, yeah. I played Destiny until you and me got on, and you were like, "You need to buy it now. It's good." And I was like, "I hope you're right." And it's damn good right now. And I love it. Um, I played from Destiny. I played obviously the base game. I played uh the Dark Below, uh second expansion, the Rise of the Iron, or whatever you want to call it. And I played the uh, one before that, which was like their first big expansion. Now, if all that was already in the game, I would love Destiny. But since you had to pay extra money for that crap, I thought it was BS. Mm-hmm. Now, I get that, like, it's supposed to be, like, a PC game in a sense where, like, you get to pay for the expansions. But my thing is, was, I had the season pass, and they're like, oh, it includes all DLC that comes out, yada, yada. It only included the first two acts, which I don't count as DLC, because one was just bounties in an arena mode, and the other one yeah. was just, like, one raid, and that was the gist of it. And everyone thought that was BS. They're like, oh, this is the best game, and it's not the best game. I love the game, but, like, it's not, it's not worthy of, like, See, a list. Well, Destiny is... I- that's 2015, right? But the but the new the DLC original one, yeah, yeah, yeah the new DLC all came out in like 2016, yeah. pretty much. And the reason I bring up that it's you know versus Division is not only because of what I just said, you know, Division was supposed to be the Destiny killer or whatever, and a lot of people were comparing them throughout this year when Division came out. Um, I played Destiny in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Before the DLC, it got kind of boring for me. The campaign was so short. It Yes, the campaign was short. I remember they were saying something about how the campaign was supposed to have a different story for each character or race that you made. Yeah, which, which they finally okay. did kind of in like their first big really? expansion. Where it, wasn't, it wasn't going off race. It was going off of like what class you want. So like, let's say you want to be a hunter. There's, mm-hmm. You would unlock the new ability with like the crossbow, which is the Night Stalker. And you go into a campaign to unlock that super, which I thought was interesting. But um, you shouldn't have to pay for it. No. Which is weird far. is like I totally – like I got bored with it. Like I stopped playing. Then I was like, you know what? I'm, I want to play something where I shoot people. And Destiny was fun to drive around on the thing and mm-hmm. the speeder – and shoot people, and then when, you know, I got back on to, to play it, I was like, I'm just totally bored with this game. Like, I'm done. I feel like the RNG system's pretty like the raid, up. Like, the raids were okay. They were fun before the DLC, but it just, 
I don't know. It got it, repetitive. Yeah, because yeah. like there's one fight where you have to fight a tank and then you have to fight then you got to fight the bigger boss, but there's nothing to the bigger oh, boss. Oh yeah. Like my me and my friend's biggest complaint were why can't I like have to go over here, turn off a switch to lower his energy shield and then shoot him? You know what I mean? And then maybe they have people spawn out. Yeah, it's all about it's DPS the big orb, in the game. Or yeah. the big eye thing. Yeah, I know Remember, you're talking like, about. Like, that was so boring. That was the first there, strike, yeah. You just sat there and shot it. You just sat there and shot it. You know what I mean? The whole time, there was nothing to it. There's no... You know you know what I'm saying? It was like, just repetitive. It was just yeah. grinding down health bars. Exactly. There was oh. no. There was nothing, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. got to run over, turn off the thing, or yeah. do something. That, it the, was just the boss. The loot system was, and still kind of is, shit in that game. Really? Like, you could be, like, the most hardworking player in that game, and at the end, like, it'll be like, oh, here's your reward. It's like, I got it's legendary. random, yeah. Yeah, I got legendary. And then, like, people who just join, like, two minutes ago, I got the fucking gal... There's three F-words, sorry. I got the Galhorn. Yeah. And it's like, well... And, like, what pissed me off, though, is when Galhorn came out, with before, like, the third expansion came out, everyone was like, yeah, looking for raid teammates, Galhorn only. So you couldn't do it. And raids didn't have matchmaking. They still don't have matchmaking, apparently. But from what I heard, I've played in, like, a month or two. What made me mad is well, yeah, because you had to have friends yeah. to do the raids. Not the raids. I'm talking about. The, I was talking about a, it's the a dungeon. The, the strikes. strikes. Yeah, yeah, those like are okay. That. I don't mind those. But yeah, they're just like that. They're health bars, so it's just like sitting there, like here comes enemies. You gotta kill them. Go, go back to him. It was just a grind game. Yeah, all the boss fights yeah. were the same. Essentially, like, just oh, in no. different areas. And then the light, um, division kind of added this with the gear score afterwards. Correct. But Destiny had the light you had to get to level up. So you had to get better gear to to keep going higher. I don't know if they fixed that, did they? No, it's still light levels. Okay, because that was kind of... On Destiny, it was kind of boring because it was random when you would... If people would win... Like, if you did matchmaking, like yeah. multiplayer, yeah, it'd be random whoever got an award at the end. So, yeah, so... And then you had to go and find new gear through the dungeons or the strikes, right? Correct. Is that yeah. how it was? It was strikes. But it was, I don't know, it was, the whole light thing was really weird on Destiny. I Now, on Division, I think that the way they do the gear score, which is kind of similar in a way, is a lot better because uh, gear drops more frequently mm -hmm. and... It's more. It's more. Also, it's more the fact that it's role based, so you can do. Each gear has something significant about it. Yeah, it's all different attributes. It's all different yeah. attributes. Okay. So in division, um, if you want to be a healer, there's a gear set where you can drop a heal station, and it heals certain times faster. Okay. And you can also like it's a support. Um, what is it? Support gear, I guess. Okay. Because you can also, if you have four, if you wear four of them with that name, because it's named. Yeah. You. Okay. Uh, okay. You get the ability to use consumables, which is you drink water and like your team gets twenty percent more damage. This is a lot like a lot of other games have done it in the past too. Like it's definitely piecing together a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever played a game called Dungeon Defenders a long time ago. No. Okay, that's like two or three years back. Did you ever play RuneScape? It, no, I can't have like a day. I needed to farm day. my cabbage. No. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my gosh. It was a fishing lifestyle. Middle school days right there. No. 
but um, I think with the divisions loot too is like you can. So let's say you're like, I just need a, uh, for example, like the name gear piece. I need yeah. an alpha bridge chest to complete my collection. You can get like one alpha bridge and be like, okay, I'm set. I'm done with alpha bridge. No, you're no, you're not because you can get different variations of alpha bridge. You can be like, oh, this one has 20% more TPS but less health, and like it always changes up. I thought yeah. it was so you can play to every playstyle with Destiny. It's like you get the same armor piece twice. One's a higher light level. That's it. Yeah. And that's all you gotta do is level up. Because they didn't really expand the variations where they could have done that game. It kind of made it just. Mm-hmm. Kinda, I think, I they think they're doing it for the multiplayer. In the money. Pro- I guess. Yes. But it definitely, I think they want it to be more multiplayer focused because yeah. of the multi, like, capture the flag type mode and yeah. team deathmatch mode they have. I wish Division had something like that. And I think Ghost Recon will when that comes out, hopefully. Oh, I'm so excited for Ghost Recon. But I don't know. Uh, when Division first came out you know it was i thought it was still really good it just got a little boring and repetitive and when Mm. the first expansion came out where they added the underground which is like i guess kind of like a dungeon it randomly generates dungeons it's the same like like, scenarios like different ways it's the same scenarios and different um you might see the same locations Mm -hmm. but it's always organized differently and there's always a different boss at the end and it's actually a different boss yeah different abilities and stuff or um you might have fight fought the boss before but it randomizes where he is okay yeah. and okay. you can add different phases which means you can do two like, bosses you can fight two bosses okay and okay. you can add modifiers yeah to you it. can add yeah. modifiers which are is that the skulls kind of like like yeah. the halo skulls like the halo system okay yeah you cool. know where you, you it makes it more difficult okay cool like you don't have a radar yeah one's like radar. drains your health if you don't kill people yeah and it's like really that was you get more xp Okay. Stuff. So okay. it does stuff like that. And that first DLC, it was all right because I bought it like yeah. three months ago. You told me to get, it, I got it. I was like, ah. And then the infamous survival mode came out. Oh, survival mode's amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. I think it's a great, great DLC for fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, uh, even twenty. It was worth it. No, like, it's fifteen. Well, there you go. It's worth it even more now. You're is welcome. that cheaper than the Destiny? It actually DLC? is. Each DLC was, I think, uh, twenty when it came out. Act one, oh, two, or twenty, which were crappy. The big expansion was thirty. Second big expansion was forty. Really? Yes. Pretty much rebuying the game. Yeah. No. Yeah, they did. They kept re-releasing Destiny, like in collection discs. Yeah. Yeah, because they wanted to sell those more than they did. And I bought both. (laughs) Well, we're very division um, based uh, bias, so I guess we would need a Destiny player to talk more about the new DLC. But I don't see any five-year-olds here. So. No, I don't see oh, them. Whoa. I'm calling them out. Come at me, guys. But I guess we can <laughs> transition from those, since they're kind of shooters, to uh, FPS and what FPS has become. And some yeah. of the games that came out this year that are first-person shooters. Well, uh, we'll, oh, we'll get to that later, I guess. I guess the whole COD thing. We'll get into that later. Let's we can talk about COD right now. Okay, yeah. what the hell? Was it, was it Infinity or Treyarch that did this one? That did MW. I don't know. You bought oh, it. Man, <laughs> That's true. I did. Uh, so I did buy it. Was it Activision? I, it was. Wait, did Activision. Didn't they do Battlefield, the original World at War One? You mean Call of Duty? Yeah, the Don't original you ever Call of Duty. Battlefield, Call of Duty. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Josh, you would know. You played the first, first Call of Duty. How, my goodness, we did not do our Call of Duty research. <laughs> I don't think you don't have to. I mean, like, I just like. For when the game, I, I do know that different people have made the modern warfare's right, or correct, or yeah. someone's made the modern warfare's, and someone's made the black. It was black ops series. Infinity yeah. War did modern warfare, which means Infinity War did this one because it's in love with Infinity or with a uh, with Infinite. Did okay. They, okay, so they've done the advanced warfare and yes, 
then okay. the Black Ops was Activision. And someone else did Ghosts, maybe? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's weird how different... I, said, I liked yeah. Ghosts, and I don't even remember who made that one. But, um... When this this was when this trailer came out, they were like, um, it had like Infinite Warfare, and then it was like at the end, it was a Modern Warfare reveal of the remaster. It was the most disliked trailer and video of 2016. If you didn't know that on YouTube, yeah, like it was like 95 percent dislikes. Well, when I Whoa. first saw the trailer, I thought it was gonna be more. It looked like, <laughs> Halo? That, like yeah, the ships looked like Halo, the ship from Halo. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, well, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember He's like going in space here. When I finally bought it like two months ago, I was like, you know what? It's like fifty bucks now. I'm gonna get it. Okay, technically it's two games, fifty bucks. Can't go wrong. I have a discount. That's great. Um, first complaint: fifty-four gigs for Modern Warfare Remastered. Witcher Three wasn't that big, and that's a big game. Why? Why fifty-four gigs? I don't know. Now I'm glad they made the DLC for it free for Modern Warfare because we've already paid for it. Why pay for it again? I think that's good. Um. I love playing gun game. Gun game is great on it. They added it finally. Uh, however, I am... How many gigs is uh, Infinite Warfare? There's four gigs. Really? Not even a joke. Because I downloaded Modern Warfare first and <laughs> watched it so Infinite weird. afterwards. They put most of it on the disc. That's yeah. Nice. So, you asked me too. You're like, how's Infinite though? So I got on Infinite and I was like, I'm playing gun game. See, I want to try all the guns out online. You know what? The guns, I like some. I hate a lot though. Uh, but it is the exact same game as the last three future games they did. Black but, Ops... Two and three, I think is the last three future ones. Uh, or no, Advanced Warfare. Three in Advanced, yeah. Re- also, but Black did. I don't think Advanced Warfare had the double jump though, did they? Um, that was that was Black Ops three. That, that was added three that. that added. Yeah. Does this have that double jump system? It's the same thing. Okay. What really was stupid was like I didn't play the campaign. I was like I don't feel I don't play like we explained this like at work one time. Like we don't really yeah. play Call of Duty for the campaigns unless it was like the old ones. Yeah. The multiplayer, the minute I launched Infinite Warfare, it goes into like this 20-minute cutscene. It feels like 20 minutes. You cannot skip of this general guy. He's like, all right, these are your suits. And he's trying to explain it to you. I'm like, I know. I'm not stupid. I played one of the games in the last like six years. I think pretty much if you're playing the new Call of Duty, you've played the last couple Call of Duties, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, pretty much. Scott, what's, um, what's your take on Call of Duty as a whole going forward? As a franchise. Yeah. I think that Call of Duty definitely was number one in multiplayer scene for mm-hmm. a long time. They were one of the first people to really perfect the idea of a first-person shooter and the multiplayer experience that goes with it. Now, they have taken that, and I feel like they just keep, I guess, just trying too drawing hard. cards and trying to just test the water on stuff. I will give them credit for that. I'm not exactly they're, a big they're, Call of Duty fan. They're but. basically like John Legend and La La Land. No ex, no no. Uh, who is he? Why you is need he? To explain why that? They... You gotta tell me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's well, not really a spoiler, but like uh, John Legend, uh, he likes jazz, but he mixes it up with like techno beats and all that, and everyone's like, that's kind of like Ryan Gosling. Like, it's kind of stupid, and he's yeah, like, well, you gotta, Gosling... he's like, so you gotta cater to the new crowd if you want to live. You can't just stay yeah. in the old. That's exactly it, and that's where. I will give Call of Duty props because they have... But the, the new crowd hates it. The new crowd hates it, <laughs> but they're just trying stuff. And Call of Duty has the money. The franchise is popular enough for them to make mistakes and know they're making mistakes. They're the Michael Bay of games but do you, now. But do you think they're actually, like, trying to actually make a game that's good? Or do you think they're just trying to just put out there whatever will make them money? I would have to guess both that 
I think it's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like they want to make good games, and they've kept the play style the same for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a flawed play style. It's just let's throw different themes at the ceiling and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. So what was it? We had the Black Ops 3, and that was a bit of a futuristic take, but not overwhelmingly. But now we have this new thing with space and almost like the Halo feel, like you said. Yeah. But you shouldn't have that feeling while playing this game. Yeah. It's just, again... But Don't I always felt like they kind of took something that was successful and they kind of tried to make it their own. Like when Ghost came out, they started adding drones and stuff. Yep. And I was like, Ghost Recon has had drones and all that jazz. Yes. Last, like, three Ghost Recon games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they came out with Ghosts, and I was sitting there like, are they just trying to rip off Ghost Recon and just put that FPS feel on it? Mm-hmm. And then... When they, oh hello, <laughs> when they did um, Black Ops, they kind of went back to the Cold War feel, which I thought was kind of cool. It was you know, nice. I was like, you know, they're trying to go backwards, trying to do different things. Um, I love Black Ops one a lot. When they added the future stuff, I remember people were saying it kind of was ripping off of uh, Titanfall, the first Titanfall. I heard when that they, a few times when they yeah. started doing the double jump. Yeah, in three, they're like, "That's ripping off Titanfall now," and then with the new one, you know, there's, you know, it's the Halo comparison mm-hmm. about them going to space and exactly. it looking like Halo. That's where first-person shooters are now, though, is that we've kind of explored a lot of the routes that we can physically imagine at this point. So now we hold all the games at a standard against each other, and it, I feel like, almost tarnishes yeah. the games to that degree. That is true. Well, next things too is like graphically speaking it kind of looks good it kind of doesn't and graphics aren't everything which brings me to i guess kind of our next thing is battlefield one where like we, we our friend we have a friend uh we'll probably get him on here one day his name's berto great guy kind of not really he is i'm just kidding berto if you're listening <laughs> but um he's probably not listening <laughs> yeah he doesn't but uh he's a huge battlefield fan as we all three know and he hyped us like battlefield one it does look great we agree he's like you gotta get it so we pre-ordered it boom we got it played day one day one i was satisfied it's like all right it's good Fast forward to like a month and a half later, half of us traded it in. <laughs> like, well, it's not that it's not a good game. The game is, it's it's much, the community. It's much, it, well, I guess, but it's much better than four. Well, their community is better than Call of Duty. I oh feel yeah, like. for sure. But <laughs> you can tell we all play Battlefield. <laughs> Battlefield is a good game. I think it's much better. Battlefield One is much better than Battlefield Four, in my opinion. But just nowhere near perfect how people describe it. But it does get frustrating when you're in multiplayer and you just keep getting destroyed and you can't do a single thing, no matter which way you go, because of the constant. You know, it it can matches can get one sided, and I feel like they tried to make it more balanced out in this one like when you're losing you get like uh like a, like a you get like a blimp or a train or, or and all dreadna- that. Yeah, yeah when you're losing and stuff but then it becomes way overpowered yeah it, it kind of tr- it's useless yeah exactly <laughs> like, so it's the blimp it's i don't know it my like my biggest complaint about battlefield is how tactical it can be but nobody plays it tactically no nobody cares about who's on their squad nobody tries to communicate with anybody no one tries to do anything tactically it's just i it's mean a, it, sure if you're in a group if you're in a party you can yeah. communicate yeah. Like, but like the, the whole team as a whole though like 
it's, it's even if you're playing like a team yeah, based game, it feels like a free for all kind of. That was my biggest argument with yep. Birdo is because um, we were arguing about Rainbow Six and Battlefield, which is more tactical. And I was saying Rainbow Six is more tactical, yes, and he is. goes, "No, Battlefield can be." Ta-. And I was like, "Battlefield can't be tactical because of the people playing." Uh, I was like, "Sure, you know, it, us in a group like the three of us when we were taking back G and yeah, H yeah. or whatever, we kept going back and forth." Yeah, yeah, and we we won That's that game. Mario, we came back has. too. Like we were losing a lot, and then we came back and destroyed it in the next five. Just by minutes. taking those two bases, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's doable. That was great. But I think that's where Battlefield does actually have the tactical point that Call of Duty doesn't. Because Call of Duty really does just drop you when it is free for all. Yeah. Battlefield, while it isn't all tactical, it is on different levels tactical. Yeah. Like there's no way that anybody in any Battlefield game is going to be able to say, "Hey." Squad A go over there, B go over here, C go over there. Like it's never gonna be that organized. But the fact that Battlefield still gives you the option to be in a squad with a small group of people, yeah. and that your squad can be the number one squad in the entire game, is kind of the tactical aspect of it. The fact that we as one squad were able to do that kind of speaks for the tactical aspect of it. Yeah, but it just sucks that um, the other like others you don't know what other people are doing, so no. it just could be no like. Idea. <laughs> I'm trying here, but no, I don't feel like anybody else is. No. <laughs> yeah. Or you have like... Um, or you go up this ladder once, you get killed, and you're like, okay, I know where he is. I'm I, I'm going to try to element surprise. I'm going to throw a grenade. I go up there. The guy's just like, nope, you're dead again. And it's yep. just like... <gasps> yeah. It, no, it's a frustrating game. Like, um, I'm, I'm glad the launch went well for it, too, because usually Battlefield games, when they yeah. launch, the first day of the servers are, like, the absolute worst. You can't even, like, log into the game after Yeah, time. I mean, they said three and four were kind of... Four, I think four are the worst launch I've ever seen on Battlefield. But um, out of all the Battlefield games so far, I enjoyed three a lot. I think three to me... Like, the campaign was eh, but, like, the multiplayer, I had so much fun. And going that from four, four felt like DLC in a way. I kind of didn't feel like it was a game. And then, yeah, it was, I think that was four was them competing with Call of Duty. Yeah. I felt like that's when they were both on the same time frame for games. Yeah. Now Battlefield One's campaign, I thought was I thought it was kind of cool. How like there's different yeah. stories you can do. Now, granted, they were all really short, but they were cool stories. I thought that was awesome. I thought like who they are when they die when they were born, and kind of felt like a like a movie in mm-hmm. a sense. Like here's a tank. Are you like tanks? All right, here five planes. Like planes, boom, go on the front lines. I thought it was cool. Like I didn't force you to do one campaign. Say you had to pass this level to go to the next one. It's like no, you can choose. It's it wasn't cool. drawn out or anything yeah. either. It was like nice little. Granted, it was like a total of five hours, but I mean, well, yeah, it's like yeah. five hours. Yeah. Since we're talking about Call of Duty versus Battlefield One, let's talk about another versus. Over- Scott's favorite subject is about to come up. Are we doing that? Okay. Overwatch. Take a deep breath. Versus Battleborn. Now, when Overwatch, Battleborn, and Overwatch were slated to come out around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Overwatch, I. I I, fe- I felt like Battleborn kind of had more hype around it when it was first shown. Yeah. Like, yes. when it was first getting, like, shown and stuff, and they were getting trailers out. It had that out. cool slow-mo trailer where it was going through the trees. I remember yeah. that. That was awesome. People were like, Battleborn. And then, like, all of a sudden, you know, Overwatch came out, and then around the same... I didn't hear anything about Overwatch same, until right? it came out. I never saw a trailer And people were posting the videos of yeah. the characters. PC, they were both blowing up a lot. Really? Constantly. Yeah. PC was really big, because Blizzard is a lot... A lot more well known on the PC. Well, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. PC side. So on the PC, when they did the what do they call it? the beta, the beta for Battleborn, it was also really big, just like it was everywhere else. It was it was going to be like the game of the year. Everybody was excited for it, type of deal. 
and the gameplay for the beta was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then here comes Blizzard, which is a really, really popular name yeah. out of nowhere, saying, hey, we've got something to com- be- compete with all the first-person shooters and stuff, and all the fanboys jumped Went, over Yeah, on jumped on. Because it's Blizzard. I'm one of them, but still. It just it just gains that momentum for that yeah. traction. And then when... When Battleborn first launched, I guess I'd say that the hype of it was kind of over. Yeah. It launched at the same time as a Blizzard game. And they are two games that should not have competed against each other. Because they're... They're different games. Yeah. They are. They're, they're entirely different games. There, there's a, uh, a reviewer I watch called Angry Joe. I'm pretty sure people have heard of him. If not, he's a mm-hmm. cool guy. Um, He reviewed Overwatch, and he's very like true to himself. And um, when he was reviewing Overhype, sorry, Overwatch... Um, at the end of it, he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm a Blizzard fanboy. He goes, but I'm giving this a five out of ten because he's like, he's like, there's not really, it's the same thing over and over again. You're just playing online deathmatch. He's like, yep. when he did Battleborn, he gave it an eight. He was like, I was surprised. Yeah. Like, there's a story to it. There's classes. You can not just unlock character skins. You can unlock weapon skins. All that. Where Overwatch is kind of like RNG. This is more of like story based. You did that objective. Here's your reward. It's almost guaranteed. And I thought that was cool. Now I I played the Overwatch beta when it came out because I wanted to see you know. Because I feel like that's when the console hype started to happen, when the Overwatch beta came out. Yes. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll play the beta, and I don't know, I played with I played with bots first, because I couldn't get into a game with people for some reason, because there's probably that many people on the yeah, beta. Yeah, it was big. So I was playing with bots, and I just it felt so turdish, or like I was running in sand on the beta. And I'm like, this game is so whack. Like, I can't sprint. I can't do anything. Like... For an FPS, I can't, you know, you're so used to sprinting around now. Yes. But I like the whole, it kind of felt like a dumbed-down, unreal tournament game for me. Yeah. Yes. I can see that. So, I was, like, totally, like, turned off by it. But, which is weird is, I feel like, I compared it to Brink when Brink came out. Did you ever play Brink? I played a little bit of Brink. (gasps) Now, Brink had a story mode... But it was basically the multiplayer levels with bots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was like, so Brink uh, was a total disappointment in my opinion. Uh, that was supposed to be like the parkour game. Do you and remember? It had the coolest trailer too. I remember the yeah. trailer for it. It was it was getting so much hype. They had like video uh, video documentaries out for it, like you know, like five minute ones. Yeah. They're like, yeah. They were like Brink. unlimited customizable guns. Yeah. It wasn't. It was garbage. It was garbage. But that's what I compared it to when I played the Overwatch beta. I was like, this feels like a brink to me. But, you know, it started to get hype, and everybody it, liked it. it. So, off. But, I, I mean, I would try it now to see what it's like with people. Um, I like the whole champion aspect of Overwatch, but I feel like... What do you think about changing the champion during the match? So, this is where Blizzard did one thing really, really right, which was they took aspects of a MOBA which is normally only found in PC Mm -hmm. and they pretty much slammed it into Call of Duty and just let the pieces fall where they may so is it That's more fast paced is it more fast paced than I attend than I played on the beta with bots yes definitely and definitely still has those aspects of where like you'll know where somebody's at and if they're a really good sniper like if Black Widow is up somewhere and you're trying to get her like there's ways to do it but it's possible you're not going to have a good time but that's where, again, Blizzard did a great job. They took MOBAs, which are slow-paced and normally only on PC. They gave it that Call of Duty Battlefield quickness, that kind of feel, yeah. and they just threw it out there. 
See, I've played game with bot- bots before, like yeah. Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. That game is great with bots. <laughs> You're going so far. That game is great with bots. Um, Time Splitters Future Perfect. We were just talking about it last night. That game's great with bots. Want to join my team? Want to join my gang? <laughs> but when I played with bots, I was just like, ugh. They, they're just not getting bots right. But I didn't play with people, so I, I can't say to agree that I actually played the game. It, it's worth playing with people. I still play it. I mean, it just looks real fast paced now that I saw it. You know, with people, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I can deal with that. But which do you prefer, Scott? I want to hear you. I, I want I like you to get smile. into this. Yeah, I want you to get on, into man. this. Okay. Come on. Okay. I I don't know. Just my anger's all spent because it was all spent when it first happened. I feel like Battleborn, just like uh, Angry Joe, you were talking about, definitely was the better of the two games. It had the most customization. It had an actual storyline. The heroes seemed more true to MOBA type of feels. Nobody was, uh, wasn't as much of an unbalanced system, I feel like. And I was just really distraught to see all the people who played the beta for Battlefield on PC still get Battleborn. 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 My bad. (laughs) Everybody got Battleborn on it. And I want to say it was about two weeks in that just the servers were not as busy anymore. It just all kind of dropped off, and then everybody was right back over to Overwatch. So, is it weird to see a game like a MOBA, like Battleborn? Do you think people were expecting Battleborn to be more like Overwatch? Yes. And did you think that oh, people were expecting Overwatch to be more like Battleborn? Yes, it, it, that's that's actually the best way to put it. So, people saw Battleborn, and they wanted... They didn't want the creep waves. They didn't want all the MOBA aspects that Battleborn has. It yeah. is more MOBA, less Call of Duty. My question is to you, what to your definition is a MOBA? Okay, MOBA is to me primarily strategy-based game where you try to capture the other person's base and either A, there's creeps or some kind of tower defense system that is involved in it. Okay, the reason why I ask is I don't count Overwatch as a MOBA. I just no. No, it's not. I, hate, I, I think Scott's their I don't champion think... setup for Overwatch. Yeah, is built around MOBA champion setup. Yeah, I think Scott's saying is the aspect of the champions are MOBA mm-hmm. based, but I, not the game is like a MOBA. I think that's like we all said. Like, um, <clears throat> when we first got into this, is like if I guarantee you, technically, like if Blizzard's name wasn't on this, it turned the Battleborn out of this right now, where everyone's yeah. like the game's crap. Because we have friends at work where um. Right now, well, it was Battleborn was ten dollars around Christmas time. Yeah. And we we're like, dude, ten dollars, we can try it out, even if it's bad, ten dollar game. Everyone's like, don't get it. Dude, Overwatch is way better. And like, um, one guy who actually played it, he was like, yeah, it's pretty bad. You know, Overwatch is way better. I'm like, do you like Warcraft? He's like, yeah. Like, do you like Diablo? He goes, yeah. I'm like, well, then you're probably a Blizzard guy. And he goes, no, I don't like Blizzard. I'm like, you just named all the games they pretty much <laughs> yeah. made. They're pretty much their only. Yeah. Game. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. I mean, I guess that's the fanboy aspect. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. Blizzard. But if they're two separate games, I don't see why you want to bash the other one versus it, one that's plus a the guys that Battleborn did, they did Borderlands. And that's a f- I love Borderlands. Yeah. I, Borderlands is one of my favorite games on the PS3. Can I just say something? Yeah. I want another Unreal Championship. You mean tournament? <laughs> I want no championship. No championship yeah. two was my favorite game of all time. I want another Unreal Championship or a tournament. I'll take an Unreal right, tournament. Write the developers do it. I, okay, I remaster it. it. I do have it. do it again. Okay, I will. You can't yet to be diligent. <laughs> Cinema Seven here. Cinema Seven here podcast talking about games and movies. Do you, do you know what we didn't <laughs> mention about FPSs that came out this year? That was a big release. Doom. That's right. Doom. Doom was in the top ten. Doom was kind of like a throwback. Do- I loved Doom. Doom I was, was 
absolutely a throwback to original Xbox gaming days to me. Shooters. First-person shooters. Yep. It reminded me of an Unreal Tournament, which was, you know, which originated PC. It reminded me of Halo 1, Halo 2 style multiplayer, which, you know, is considered still some of the best multiplayer. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, of all time. Doom just... Doom just felt like it brought me back to that. Like, I just... I felt so brought back to gaming, multiplayer gaming with Doom when I played the multiplayer. When the campaign is just ridiculous, you know... Gory fun. Just gory fun, which is different from Doom 3 because Doom 3 had a legit... survival horror. Yeah, survivor horror, which it did it really well. But I heard a lot of people played this Doom and was like, yeah, I didn't like Doom 3. Dude, when Doom 3 came out, that game was this shit, okay? Shut up. That was like the Resident Evil 4 of its time, technically. <laughs> yeah. You know? Scott, have you played Doom? I have not, so I'm excited to see you guys get excited about it. But the, you just said it was in like all the top 10 of the it year. It was in all the top 10, so when we were talking about this, I went around and I just wanted to see, you know, IGN, all that kind of stuff, and look into what they put as the top 10 so I could see if there's any stories yeah. I could run through picture, real quick, and that was in all of them. For, for you, because you haven't played all picture the gore from Killing Floor 2 Okay. with updated graphics. An actual campaign, not just like a survival mode. You can create your own maps, which I thought that's so cool. Oh, they make yeah. in your own campaigns technically with the maps, and the team death match is uh very like he said unreal like where it's like there is no sprint button. You get power ups for sprinting fast. They don't last that long, and technically like you can pick up weapons around the map. Yeah. Nothing like, you is start really off with, like, overpowered. One gun and you yeah. pick up weapons around the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you got to get ammo and stuff. Really reminded me of 007 games for some reason, but okay. <laughs> Goldeneye. Yeah. It's a fun game. Um, it I, Doom. I Doom is uh, really good. Um, but I guess what I want to ask you guys is, after this year, do you think FPS is going to improve, or do you think it's going to just get into the whole? Or you think it's going to get worse? I guess with like DLC and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's, it's, fate of FPS. I, I feel like there's going to be like two or three a year that are going to be like somewhat good, you know? But I think we're FPS is... You think we're going to get tired of it as a like as gamer a gaming society? I, it's going to be like Call of Duty how everyone's like, I'm not going to buy it. I'm tired of it. We're still going to buy it. Yeah, but we are. I think that what's going to happen is that we're at a place now that it, it really comes in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. If you liked all the games that came out this year, you're going to have a great next couple of years for sure. But if you're one of the people who like the older games, the older yeah. Unreal tournaments, it's going to be a pain long in and butt. in between for you to have a good game. I feel like yeah. we're shooters nowadays, not just FPS, it's like third-person shooter side scores, where they really strive is indie games now. Because people that like aren't big budgeting ones or even like, well, I won't count big indie companies, but like they make, like for example, Cuphead, they're making games where like it's still a shooter at its core, but like they did it so differently that it kind of reimagines like kind of a hope for. Well, it. Cuphead reminds me of his uh, Ghost and Ghouls. Oh, it does, doesn't it? In yeah, a lot of does. ways. Oh my gosh. You got to tell me about that. What is Ghost and Ghouls? It's Cuphead. You, uh, <laughs> is it Ghost and Ghouls or is it Ghouls and Ghosts? It's, I thought it's a. Uh... Well, it's an old. It's an old. Uh, um, NES game and you they re-released it on the Sega Genesis it's original Dark Souls uh, pretty much it's supposed to be it's a side scroller but it's super hard okay like it's re it's really hard you ever got to the end of it you're basically like a guy in a knight outfit and then you can get hurt and lose the knight or you start off without a knight outfit and I think you can get the knight mm -hmm. outfit 
and then you can it's kind of like Mario like you get taller but then when you get hit okay. you get smaller and then you die you just get a free armor every yeah time. you get armor okay. to uh, so you're stronger and then you can lose the armor but it was uh, it's a punishing game that's what Cuphead reminds me of but Cuphead's not out Cuphead yeah. didn't come out in 2016 the, the ending to that game though not Cuphead but uh, Ghouls and I think whatever. indie games you, you've played a lot of indie I games I play a lot PC. of indie games I try to play indie games um, um First-person shooters on indie. I mean, just to give it a shout-out for it, if you guys go to itchio.com, if you guys have... What is that? I'm sorry, I just had a... We didn't talk about one-action adventure game, kind of, that I, I thought was, like, one of the best Dishonored games. Dishonored 2? You guys talk about Dishonored? I hate Dishonored. Um, <laughs> so by the guys who made Limbo inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was amazing. That was a... F- oh, my gosh. Have you, you played play that, Scott? I have played it. Was it good? Yes, it is storyline based. If this was a oh, movie, really? it's a Josh movie. That's really? I, I love this game. I, like the ending to it just made everything built to it worth it because it is just so out there that it's great. It, it was great because there wasn't a lot of vocal stuff in it. There wasn't a lot of reading or anything. It yeah. was really just playing, and the game was like a play, where yeah. like you it told you the story, like, you experienced the story. That's pretty cool, and that's what made you throughout the entire game like question what's going on and all that. And then it just wraps up nice and neat with a little bow. Like it was good, good game, or a ball, whatever you want to call it. But you know, <laughs> without doing spoilers, since we had a big since we had a big tangent with uh, Overwatch, let's talk about uh, the game awards that I, where they show on Spike. Yeah, um, it's like supposed to be a big deal. Even though they have like a bazillion other game awards, where like E three and has their own like game, they give out their own game awards and stuff. Yep. yep, yep, yep. But they gave Overwatch Game of the Year. Now we talked a little bit about how Overwatch is has strong multiplayer community. It does. It doesn't have a story line. No. The only thing it has is YouTube videos to hype all the characters. Which are good though. I'm not. Gonna, Those are pretty not cool. Lie. That's pretty sweet. But do you think based on the multiplayer alone? Do you think that game deserved to be multiple or game of the year? No. Ah, oh, that's hard to say. Does that game deserve it? In my opinion, no. But from like a actual like standpoint, trying to step back and not be mad about the whole Battleborn thing, I can see why it would. Yeah, I get it. I feel like award shows now, like not even just the Oscars, I, like those, see, I I don't cater. think that game. Now I haven't, like I said, I haven't played it, so I can't say it's a bad game or it's a good game. But I don't think a game should win Game of the Year with just multiplayer alone. That's only one game mode. Like that's where we're at now. I know, but all like, games, all first-person shooters sucks, are multiplayer man. more than it campaign. Sucks. But that's because we're in a civilization now that internet and playing with other people is just how we do it. Why would you pay all the money to program AI? If you can just have people smash against each other and yeah. you're good. And another thing is, when those game awards came out, Dishonored Two just came out like a couple weeks, ago, like two weeks before that yep. game awards. And Final Fantasy Fifteen was coming out after the game awards. Yes. Now, some people think that Final Fantasy was kind of snubbed because you know it came out afterwards, but Dishonored Two just came out. Yeah. Do you think Dishonored Two could, should have been nominated with its just release? I mean, a lot of people say it's a good game. But I just I don't know. Maybe they should they should wait to do the game awards. I think they should hold game awards until the beginning of the next year so that they yeah. can get everything in. 
because yeah, yeah, you're definitely missing out on some other like, options. Do it like there. the Oscars where they wait like till like March or April to do the show. That would because our perfect. friend Kevin thought Final Fantasy 15 was amazing. I, th- I don't think he said he beat it yet, did he? No, I don't think he said he beat. But it. He's doing all the side stuff first, which is going to yeah. be a long time. A long, long and time. I know a couple people. John Kenoki, uh plays it. He really likes it, and our friend Daryl plays it. He says it's pretty good. Um, Doom, I think, was nominated in there, too. Uh, I See, I wouldn't have picked Doom because the campaign, you know, is not really a, anything. It's just running around killing stuff. But, the I mean, the multiplayer was good, but I don't... It probably wasn't as popular as Overwatch. See, I don't know what else would... I feel like if they would have waited, Final Fantasy fifteen probably would have been Game of the Year. That or Last Guardian. How, did you play Last Guardian? Um, I played, like, the first part of it on SharePlay on PS4. And um, I, I enjoy Shadow of the Colossus. I enjoy uh, Ico or Ico, I want to pronounce it. Yeah. But uh, it threw me back to that PS2 day, and that's mm-hmm. kind of rare to do these days. You know what else won an award in the Game Awards? What? Street Fighter, was it 5 is the new one? Yeah. Won Best Fighting Game. What? Do you remember the issues when that came out? Yeah. With Street Fighter 5? It was healthy. No, it wasn't. It, it, it had was. diabetes, dude. Like, what are you talking about? That thing was bleeding People out. People were so <laughs> mad about that. Games don't launch. It wasn't complete anymore. What makes yeah. you think they? It, like it wasn't ten characters. Game. Yeah, it right. had ten characters. It wasn't complete. I mean, I saw somebody's told me that they were going to make the DLC free because the story mode was supposed to be really immersive. Like, have you played the new Mortal Kombat's the last two? No. Well, the last two Mortal Kombat's have had like a big uh, campaign where it has cutscenes and then you go into the fights. You know what I mean? And then it has another cutscene. It has a big story involved, and they did that with Injustice. So you play Injustice? Injustice, I've played. Picture Injustice's story pretty much is what they did with the last two Mortal Kombat's. That's very story intense. Yeah, and that's what okay. they were gonna. That's what they were hyping for Street Fighter Five, but then it didn't do that. Like it was just you know the the words. Like it was just like words and then the guys, the pictures, and they were gonna release the full campaign later. So you paid for a game. That promised you something, and people were mad. What is every game today other yeah. than waiting for DLC? Well, do you want to talk about DLC? Do you, I want, mean, to, do you want to talk? Do you guys want to talk about the fate of DLC? And oh, we're screwed. It, yeah, they're gonna keep it. It's just it's how it is. They don't need to launch games 100% done anymore, or at least they release them playable where you can beat the basic campaign. But you have to pay for any extra experience, for sure. That's so dumb. It's it's not good, but it's it makes money in the. I think that's why I hated Destiny too. Is like the first two, maybe three expansions were already made before the game came out, but they were like, no expansions. We need to. We need to I remember people. when games came completed. <laughs> this is why I play indie oh, games. Oh, remember, remember when games remember were, when came games? out completed? Oh, and I fo- remember. <laughs> came with came with manuals. Came with, oh, I remember. Those were good days. But yeah, uh, what something won best RPG? Oh, it was a Witcher DLC. Do you think a DLC should win an award nowadays? Do I think it should? No, but nowadays it it will. Well, that kind of I co- get it. That kind of goes back to what you just argued with. Scott, you know what I'm talking about? That stop being in the middle. It's yeah. it's it's true. Like I'm, I agree with you guys. Like DLC should not win. But now yeah. you can get DLC, and it is actual like almost second. It's game. like what just said the words like um DLC is like we're doomed and all that. And it's part of the game. Within the DLC, can't be a game by itself. Technically, you, Do you have to saying? have the base game. The base to play game. the DLC. So in that case, if that if the count that is like that was like best campaign or whatever. What was it? Was it what, what are we doing? Best campaign is that we said or something like that. RPG. Best RPG. I mean, good for it. I mean, am, am I, I mean, they should have a best campaign now that a multiplayer with no campaign wins game of the year. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So 
so we just said that DLC won Game of the Year. Would you be more upset if no a game DLC like, won RPG of the Year? It won RPG. Would you be more upset if a game won, but the only reason it had a campaign was for because it had DLC? It would if it was the base Probably. game won. <laughs> like if but, the base game doesn't have a campaign, that'd be so sort of like oh the campaign we released has the campaign on it. So here yeah. you go. That'd be so weird. What if what if the game Maybe like that's Destiny why got won. it? Where like Destiny didn't have like a very large campaign, yeah. but that's basically built off oh, DLC. No. What if Destiny's main campaign won because they expected you to have the DLC? Would that be more upsetting? Yes. Or is it better <laughs> for them to just say that it's because of the DLC? And that's why oh the goodness. DLC won right there. <laughs> Do you think Tekken Seven's gonna go the Street Fighter route? I hope not. I hope to I, God I hope they it don't. comes completed and you can unlock all the characters in the game. I'm sure they'll have some extra characters DLC. Obviously, that'll happen. But we'll see. I'm I'm pretty pumped for Tekken Seven. Well, I, I kind of want Scott to talk about some PC games because yeah. PC games got snubbed during the Game Awards. There's no PC games that well, were like really mentioned. To be to be honest on that, a lot of the games that are on PC now yeah. are on console. That's Example, Xbox, yeah. Windows and them are tuned up now. They can play. Talk about some. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, then tell us about some good uh, PC games, like indie games that you've been playing. Strictly indie games? Yeah. Or a game you think that like was hyped, now no one talks about it. That kind of stuff. Like Games that, that you've played, not necessarily on your channel, but it can be, that yeah. you, you think they should deserve to be played more. You know? Oh man, that's difficult. I think the thing, the thing that makes it the hardest to talk about is a lot of indie games aren't as long or as drawn out yeah. as all the big title games that I play. So that's the bittersweet side of doing indie games is that none of them are long enough to even be as long as Inside, which was not a long game. Mm -hmm. Most of the games I play that are indie are between five to eight minutes long. Yeah. Um, the Lone, the Lone Dark, um, Anxiety Lost Night, that's a good one. That one was only like maybe five and a half minutes long. Yeah. But the concept was beautiful, and I don't really know what to say on that. Like, just indie games are short, sweet little bursts, and if you don't want to pay $60 for a big-ticket game and instead want to support some little guy in a the basement, then, yeah. Do you think yeah. people that say they play indie games – name off just horror games are not really like they're just going for the horror aspect they're not really branching out they're just oh i'm here for the horror because indie horror is like yeah it's roots, roots. it's like it's a roots yes you know it's a hipster thing it, i think it kind of has like become a hipster thing i i i try to do a good amount of not only horror stuff but also just the funny games like i played the towels required game which was oh my like god a, that was great when you played that <laughs> it was like a shooter but with towels you just naked all these naked men <laughs> are just coming out ooh, 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 and, and that's some towels on them that's something you can only get in an indie game. No yeah. real big ticket developer is going to do that. What? Yeah. Oh, Josh doesn't watch. You watch okay. video. Oh, you don't watch his channel. Oh, somebody. How much was the game? It was free. I always try to tip a dollar or two to the developers, though. Um, is it an app too? Can I download it? You can download it on any PC. That's the other cool play thing. Play it at work tonight. You can literally download it right there on the Mac. Like, that's part of the thing. Is the indie games corgi are soccer. all small. The Corgi League, which was corgi like League. Rocket League, but with corgis. Like, so I'm a I'm a that horror so guy. So hard to control. It was because yeah. they're on ice, so they're just slippery. It was I'm a, great. I'm a horror guy, so like I'm just kind of curious. It's kind of like your personal question. What was like your favorite horror indie game you favorite played? Like that actually, you game. were like, dude, that was that was intense. That was scary. Ah oh, man, the name. The was name. it the child one that you played on your channel? The one where I was like, oh my god, you killed the kid. Yeah. Exactly. Last night, um, no, definitely not. 
What was the one you played? You posted a horror game last night. I post. I post a lot of them lately. I don't remember the name of it. I'm trying to real quick. Did you play out last one? Oh, Desolate Village is the one I want. I've to heard mention. of that. Desolate Village is one that I haven't really seen anybody play. And it's when I was first trying to do more indie games on my channel. Um, that is definitely something that I feel like could be really big, and the developers for it. I just I want to see where they can go. If they yeah. ever get big. That's how I was with Red Barrels. And now that they've made Outlast 1, Outlast 2 is coming out. And it, the, the demo for it, I thought was great. Um, yeah, Outlast 1 was, su- it was not only scary, but it was psychologically like, yeah. oh, what's going to happen? But did you play That's it? going to be on my channel. But did you soon. play it, Mario? Really? That's to come. I played it. I just haven't gotten that far. I... Look, I get scared. Okay, like Alien Isolation. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, scared the crap out of me. Alien, like, as soon as I first saw the alien come down from the thing, I was like, done, done, done. Even it crawls do down it. from the vent. Like in Atlas, oh when you have to go down in the basement and turn on the generator. Oh, I hate that I, part. I, I hit under the bed, and the guy comes down. He's like, oh, breaks down the door. And then he's, he's like, huh? And then he sees me. <laughs> and then he freaking beats me to death. And I'm like, I'm done. Did you have night I'm vision done. on when you did it, though? Because if you do, it has a flashlight attached to it, and they see the flashlight. But there's also just oh, a percent really? chance. Yeah. Night vision is part of it, but it's also with Outlast, they gave it a percent chance. Yeah. Oh, if really? you hide in a room, there's always like a dice roll for really? where they check. So you might have been found just because it's it's part oh. of the draw, man. So he has a perception check, like in D&D. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> must have rolled a natural 20. You rolled a 20, and you, you were out. It I think I, I love indie games also, and not just the horror aspect, where they kind of like... Since they're not like a big industry, they can kind of do what they want. There's no DLC. Well, usually there's not. I don't. I haven't seen anything yet with but DLC. In that it. last one. I mean, but they're like, see, they didn't do DLC, and they're like, hey, here's an episode. Yeah. And that was the most disturbing DLC I've ever played. Have you seen Whistleblower? No. They were like, how can we make this game like even more psychotic and like screwed up? Let's cut off this dude's dingling and show it. They show it. What? And then you're next, and you're on the board. You see your dingling hanging there, and there's a saw, and it's intense. Uh, it's intense. There's blood. Did you play the DLC? This is insane. And then, like, you try, there's some dudes, like, hanging dead corpses in his gym, and he's, like, it's, he's marrying them, and he's raping okay, this them. this is a Josh game. <laughs> like, there's, it was controversial, because there's a scene, too, where you walk around, like, before you meet, like, one of the main bosses in yeah. the DLC, and um, you see a dead body with a cloth over its face, and you see its legs spread out, and it was this dude who got his dingling cut off, and they shoved a baby inside of it. It is in this is this is real. I'm not even kidding. You Scott, have to play think this. about what, how you're gonna act. <laughs> this game is insane, dude. Like this dude, is a Scott, Scott the next fantasy thing you right say here. Is very important. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Don't mess it up. No. <laughs> Don't. I'm just trying to think about what you could say to respond to that because you are. Uh, He's hype. really hype about that. <laughs> Outlast is one of my favorite horror games like I've ever played. Okay, so. Really hype about the as a whole, as a whole, <laughs> the dinglings. As a whole, for 2016, do you think it was a good game for a good year for gaming? I think for gaming it was good. Yeah, for gaming. Josh, do you think it was a good year for gaming? Overall, yeah. If I had a rated, I gave it like a B, B plus, B plus. Okay, B plus. that's more than passing for Battlefield. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good year. I, I found Could've some games I really like in 2016. Next question I'm gonna ask. Our games of the year. Our games of the year. Yeah. Okay. Josh. Er, yeah, I we'll, pointed at we'll you. Josh. We'll go to Josh. <laughs> no, you point. No, <laughs> you, got, you got to have Scott. You're never on here. You got to do it. Scott, game, Scott, what is your game of the year? My game of the year overall, Battleborn. Battleborn's your game of the year? Battleborn's my game of the year. It's underrated, but by far one of the best games of the year. I love it. Okay. Um, Josh, game of the year. 
it's tough, man. It's really blah, but um, I am going to have to go with let it die. Really? Let it die, and it's free, so boom, plus plus. Nice. What's yours, Mario? Division is my game of the year. It's your game of the it year. Did come out this year. I, I mentioned the division. I I uh, really like that game. It's I've been playing it since it came out. I haven't stopped playing it. I've always like I always go back to it, run around, do something. I mean, me and uh, I always have a friend to play with on that game, and I love it. It's a uh, dope. But yeah, is there any, uh, so those are our games of the years. Uh, that's pretty much our discussion from of 2016. And we'll end it with, is there any games we're excited for in 2017? Yeah. What's yours, Scott? I just want to see Crash Bandicoot remade and see how that goes. That's all I want. See, I want it. I, it. I, I want it, but I want it to be able. I want to be able to play with the old graphics, like how Halo Remastered it, did. Oh yeah, my hope is that they don't change any controls. I want it to be the exact same game. Yeah. I'm okay with the new Touchpad equals spin. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay I'm, with that. I'm cool with the new graphics, but I also want to have an option where yeah. I can play with the old graphics. That would be cool. I would be interested in that. I'm not sure how it's going to look. Y'all know up, I'm going to say Cuphead. I just looked it up, too, on my phone. Uh, Mid-2017 is their release date. Is what well, not confirmed, yeah. but they're aiming that for means it. 2018. I'm yeah. excited for an Unreal Championship <laughs> 3 that would probably never come. Uh, Half-Life 3 is <laughs> coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for that. <laughs> Ghost Recon. I'm excited for Ghost Recon. Oh, that's right. Ghost Wildlands. Recon is coming out. Was that? I feel like there's one more game we all wanted to get. Oh, well, I'm getting Gran Turismo Sport. I'm, I'm hyped for all the Gran Turismo games. I'm getting that when that comes out. I haven't played one of those in, since, like, PS2. I used to They're play fun. those on console, but not as do PC. Did they make one for PS3? Sorry, Scott, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, we're okay. Yeah, they made uh, 5 and 6 on PS3. <laughs> Scott's like, we're okay. I'm just going to murder okay. you. <laughs> sushi with the blood on it. <laughs> Tie it in my boat. Put the sushi with the blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> What? Classic YouTube video. Oh, if you haven't seen that, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, that's that was our gaming edition episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cinema Seven underscore Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook at Cinema the Number Seven E V E N Cinema Seven. Uh, look up Scott on Facebook as well at uh, Dials. I'll let Scott actually promote his channel right now and stuff. Sure, sure. So. For Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff, just Diosta, D-Y-E-O-S-T-A. That'll get you to all that. Uh, my YouTube, I post on those every day. It's the best way to get to it. Or you can always just search Diosta it's, on YouTube. It's pretty good Let's Play. I mean, I think Scott's still getting into the whole connecting with people and... Working on it. Yeah, showing more enthusiasm, but... Working on it. If you like Markiplier... What? You'll Don't like Scott. Watch. <laughs> You'll like Scott. Yeah. Like he's not as enthusiastic as Markiplier now, but like Man, think of Markiplier's first videos. Way up <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, no, but legit. Okay, that's fair. Uh, it's legit. Scott's not a. F- he's not a fake gamer. He doesn't do it just to you know just to try to get famous. Scott loves playing games. I think he loves to have these indie game people to find these indie games. Actually, to talk to the indie yeah. game developers, and if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see I shoot them messages all the time, and they'll retweet my stuff back. It's nice to have that real aspect to it. And this is what I like about having this podcast, and this is the reason I want to do this podcast, is I wanted to have an open thing to talk about whatever. I mean, we, we mostly talk about movies, yes, but you know now we're talking about games and stuff, and I want to help get my friends' opinions out there, and I want to help promote some of my friends that do stuff like this. So, You're going to make me blush. Thank you, Scott, for uh, being on the podcast. Thank you, Murray. Thank you, Josh.
And uh, we're Cinema 7. Peace out. Shut